educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN and on demand on your favorite podcast platforms. Well, it's uh, 507 on Thursday, May 4th. Uh, Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Uh, happy Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day to you as well, Dan. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> how uh, how have you celebrated so far? I have not done much of any celebrating other than checking social media and seeing other people's posts. But when you uh, work a couple jobs, my day's been pretty busy. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's still plenty of time oh, yeah. left in the day. Day's still you to, young. <laughs> yeah, to do something. Well, uh, listen, I am thrilled. Um, to start today, uh, the uh, Lincoln Business Roundtable. So every Thursday, uh, being a small business owner myself, uh, I thought it was appropriate to uh, to devote one day of the week exclusively to business uh, here in our capital city. And so we're going to bring together Lincoln's business leaders, the brain trust, if you will, of the business community, uh, leaders to discuss public policy issues, trends, challenges, uh, basically the, the, the items and the uh, issues that are driving the business environment in our capital city. And I'm thrilled at, to invite uh, the very first uh, business roundtable guest, our friend Jeff Mall, the vice president and executive director of Visit Lincoln. Jeff, hi. Well, I, I can't tell you how excited I am to be here. And you know, it is May the 4th. So could we call, and I can go by Darth Maul for the rest of the program. Do you like that? Do you like where we're going with this? I like this. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. you have the Johnny Cadillac stamp of approval, okay. as I like uh-huh. to say. Okay, uh-huh. I'm glad that I've been welcomed with open arms. Like this that. is good. Yeah. Darth Maul. But, but, you know, but you're, you don't play that role uh, in your day job, though. No, I'm everybody's best friend in my day job. I'm not, I'm not a bad <laughs> you're guy. You're not a bad and, guy. You aren't throwing around sabers. And... No, no. I... I I'm, I'd like to think I'm everybody's best friend, yes. and I hope that remains. Absolutely. Well, and stick around. Coming up after the break, at the end, uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to welcome in Tim Savona, uh, the new director, uh, general manager of Pinnacle Bank Arena and Pinewood Bowl. So we get uh, really looking forward to uh, to talking with Tim and and welcoming him uh, to the Dan Parsons Show. So, well, Jeff. Uh, what is going on? I know there's a lot going on in this city, uh, and I just love the fact that you have spent uh, many years in your job uh, in, in knowing what's going on in this city and inviting uh, visitors to our city, and uh, so it's always great to get with uh, with Jeff to find out what's going on. And so, yeah, we'll do this, uh, you know, you'll rotate in once yeah. a month or so, and uh so really, what uh, I know you've got some exciting news that you just announced recently uh, uh, with state basketball, and so yeah, let's uh, let's rip into it. Yeah, you know, it's um, you know I've enjoyed our relationship that Dan and I have had, and, and we see each other at a lot of chamber of commerce events, and we ran into each other just the other day, yesterday, yeah. 
And I was up in front of the podium talking about what a big weekend we have coming up in Lincoln. This is Lincoln Marathon weekend. That's right. And this is the weekend where your your path to church is certainly altered because the route will take people across the city. We'll start on the University of Nebraska campus and, and wrap up on the on the backside there. But uh, huge event, 6,000 runners this year, a little over 6,000 runners. Uh, of course, you got the Mayor's Fun Run that takes the kids and wraps yes. them around the Capitol on Saturday. Yeah, boy, I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. so this is a Boston Marathon qualifier. And, and so some of the runners that you're going to see out at the front of the pack are the ones that are trying to get that pace done and, and get into the Boston Marathon. This is an annual tradition. And the number one thing people say about Lincoln, Nebraska for the marathon is the people. Mm-hmm. The flat course, mm-hmm. the people, mm-hmm. it's record-breaking. But, man, from the music to the things that people hand out along the route, this is fun. We'll be at the three-mile mark. Yeah, you're, you have a, a, a set designation that you guys man. Yeah, we do. We get there at 5.30 in the morning. We get everything set up for the first runners, and uh, all of our staff will be there welcoming people to Lincoln. You're going to hear a lot of welcome to Lincolns, yeah. and people love the city when they come by and they say thanks for being here, and that's the heartwarming part of what we do. Oh, that's great. And, yeah, what a wonderful tradition. The weather looks good. I mean, maybe maybe a little warm for the <laughs> yeah. runners. Uh, yeah, that's what runners are telling me. Mm-hmm. 85 is a little warm for a marathon. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. You mentioned state basketball. Yes. Yeah. It's, so it's a, so yeah. remind our listeners uh, a big win, uh, again, for the city of Lincoln. Yeah, I, having Tim here, it's great for him to be here and hear my appreciation for his staff at Pinnacle Bank Arena. You know, that is championship Saturday for state high school basketball competitors from across the state. We re-inked a deal to take 24 through 2028, so nice. we'll have it for the next five years. Nice. And everything will be right here in Lincoln at PBA, the Devaney Center, and, and one of our maybe two Lincoln public schools. And uh, people love Lincoln. Extension of small-town Nebraska. It, you know, it really is. Uh, I've seen it for years. Who, who was your competition? Uh, this time around, Omaha actually put together a pretty good bid, and, hmm. and we were... We were truly ready to go into that room that day at the NSAA to present against Omaha, and we were let know, I guess, or they notified us that morning. The NSA had said, Omaha's not coming down to bed. Well, they backed out. They backed out. <laughs> but they forced us to think a little bit about and not take these things for granted. You know, we worked with Tim's staff and, you know, kind of dialed up our hospitality, worked with Tim directly, and, and I thought we put together a really good package. Tim was actually in the room during the bid presentation, his first Maybe just weeks in the office, he was part of what we do. So, uh, yeah, it was good to uh, kind of tell Omaha that uh, we really feel like we're the best when it comes to hosting state high school well, championships. Well, we have, obviously, anyone that's been around Lincoln and Nebraska long, this friendly, uh, I think it's mostly friendly, rivalry between the two biggest cities. And uh, But it is. It's a different environment. It really is. And, and anyone that's lived in Nebraska long knows that um, it's a different environment from big city Omaha, if you will, and uh and big, small city Lincoln. Yeah, and, and marketing people say, Jeff, you shouldn't call it an extension of small town Nebraska. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that mm-hmm. is take the steering wheel. And I, t- I said this the other day at Chamber Coffee. You know, Omaha is a 10 and 2 white knuckle driving community if you're from anywhere west of yep. Omaha. Sure. You come into Lincoln, you got the seat back, and you're down at 6 o'clock. Just true. enjoying the community. It's so true. You're waving at people going by, and, and, you know, it's just a different environment, 45 minutes separated. Night and day, yeah. and that's what I'm most proud about our community. We've grown. We've become a better community when it comes to amenities and destination assets, but we've never really changed that pace of life yeah. to become something that we're not. Yeah, that's cool. Well, so another five-year extension. It's a big deal. It is yeah, a big deal. We've di- got state volleyball locked in, state basketball, state football. Um, we do state bowling down here in Lincoln. Um, so we're trying to, we try to do as many of these tournaments as we can, but we know as a state high school athletic association, the NSAA, 
they're tasked to move these tournaments around a little bit. So, yeah, everybody gets a little cha- a taste of something when it comes to the various sports. Wow, it's such a great tradition to have those folks come into Lincoln. Uh, well, and that's what Football Saturdays are right. Are oh, yeah. Right? right? Same yeah. thing. Everybody comes in from uh, hither and yon to uh, come to Lincoln and experience uh, our fine city. So economically, what does that contract uh, mean to the city of Lincoln? You know, it, it depends on, of course, you know how many teams you get from Lincoln and Omaha and sure. what people travel like sure. from across yeah. the state. The joke that, you know, turn off the light when you leave town from small town Nebraska <laughs> is so true. Mm-hmm. We like good attendance. We like good weather during state high school tournaments. And, you know, you're looking at probably upwards of three and a half to four million dollars per state high school tournament. And that's over two weekends boys and girls that's a significant amount of money being dropped in this community and you know we thank people for being here for that but the tax revenue generation on the sales tax side the lodging tax side is significant remind remind our listeners jeff about that tax uh, on lodging and where that money goes and how important that is to the city yeah that's an important uh, question and so four percent lodging tax is collected in lincoln and lancaster county uh, 2% of that lodging tax comes back to visit Lincoln mm-hmm. to go out and market and recruit and, and have some of the best salespeople on staff to and go out and do, do that job. Thank you. you. Uh, 2% goes to us, and the other 2% goes into what we call the improvement fund. And prior to COVID, that improvement fund was being used to build buildings like Pinnacle Bank Arena, improve facilities like the Lincoln Children's Zoo, the Children's Museum, the International Quilt Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, that that fund is right now just accumulating. We're waiting for it to get back up to the standards where we can do big things again. But uh, everything that's collected in Lancaster County is all about bringing stuff back in to to kind of you know percolate that log- lodging tax collection. Uh, that's great. It's a simple equation. I yeah. love what I do. <laughs> well, and you do it so well, my friend. It's uh, it's fun to watch. Um, well, the other topic that I know you and I have been uh, talking about a lot uh, the, these past many months, you know, when we built uh, PBA uh, 10 years ago now, um, Mayor Beitler uh, considered and the administration considered at that time uh, uh, the possibility of adding on to the uh, to the Pinnacle Bank Arena uh, a convention center. Uh, the the decision was made that uh, maybe that was a little more than uh, taxpayers could uh, stomach at that point. And uh, so we didn't do that then. But here we are now 10 years later, and we do have an opportunity, and there's a big push now, uh, to bring uh, a convention center to downtown Lincoln. Yeah, a lot of people remind me that we really should have done it when we built the arena and built it adjacent and have two buildings working with one another. You know, at the time, um, the the competitive culture wasn't such that we we could compete directly with Omaha because they had the new convention center up there. So I think, you know, Mayor Beitler did a great job of pulling that off the table, but we let a few too many years slide by. Mm -hmm. And so we rallied our downtown hotels and some downtown business leaders pre-pandemic and said, let's start getting serious about this. And then we went into lockdown mode. You know, everything stopped and we came out of it. Yeah. Uh, downtown club, Lincoln uh, Rotary Club downtown, Randy Bretz, mm-hmm. Steve Glenn, that entire crew. Yes. People like yourself, um, Todd Ogden at DLA. Mm-hmm. We rallied and said we really need to do a feasibility study. So we rifled through two feasibility studies. They all said you've got to do it. This is how big it needs to be. And these are ideas of where we want it to go. Mm-hmm. And we identified five locations uh, near or in downtown Lincoln. Uh, that doesn't mean that It'll be on one of those five sites, but just to get the conversation going, we identified five locations, and um, 
Yeah, the five the five sites are not limited to five sites. Actually, right. there's about eight or nine sites, Dan. Okay, that we've had developers come to us with some really cool nice. ideas to go straight up, to go straight out, to to bridge two blocks. I mean, there's some people being creative in downtown Lincoln right now, trying to come up with that next step. And Congressman Mike Flood, yeah, he's, he's, he stirred up a little bit about the did. post office site. He did. Uh, so it's 519 uh, on Thursday, and uh, we're talking to Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln. And, and uh, yes, I mean, I think any of us that lived in this city for, for any amount of time uh, understand the challenge of having uh, the post office uh, in in the heart of the Haymarket, and it made sense. Uh, we had Doug Emery on on Election Day. Oh yeah, and Doug, yeah, Doug's very passionate on yeah. the other side of it. Well, uh, he he is. Uh, I think he softened a little bit. Uh, Doug, as our listeners may recall, former city councilman uh, for two terms, and and prior to that, uh, uh, postmaster for the Lincoln Post Post Office. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it at the time. Uh, that post office was built back in the Ford administration in oh the my 70s. Gosh. Wow. <laughs> uh, there probably wasn't a whole lot going on in the Haymarket. There wasn't. I mean, it was just a standalone building, and it was just doing what it was tasked to do. It's a concrete fortress. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and and really, we've spent a lot of time. I mean, I, you know, the congressman did a good job of, of calling out, you know, our local postmaster, I think, just to get some attention. But I would tell you that um, Kerry Kowalski, our local postmaster, is not the reason this is going no, nowhere. No, it's not his decision. This is so far up the food chain. Yeah. And these are some of the same people I've talked to in Denver and in Washington. And there's just not an appetite in Lincoln, Nebraska, to want to do anything. But people have to remember, there's a postal consolidation document out there from the Postal Service that talks about consolidating postal efforts between two major metropolitans. Lincoln and Omaha would qualify as that. So if the land is available somewhere between Lincoln and Omaha and we can move the big box with docks where the trucks can go in and out with mail and simply open a retail outlet down yeah. in the Haymarket, we've got space down there to do it. Yeah. Dan needs to go get his stamps. I yeah. need to send my box. I yeah. mean, these are things we have to be able to do. So you're talking a kiosk. Yeah, it's a small. It's going to be a small location, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, those are the kind of conversations. What I appreciate about all of this, regardless of who's wrong or right in this conversation, is people are talking about it. Yeah. We've got people from the top to the low, any level in Lincoln politics or any level of Lincoln business that are saying we've got to do a convention center in Lincoln that will drive that next economic boon and be able to enhance our, our tourism destination. And that's what I'm here to talk about. Be- because just uh, to camp on that just for a couple more mm-hmm. minutes, or not a couple more minutes, a few more seconds, because uh, we want to get to one other topic before we have to take a break here. But um, the need, uh, spell out the need of what we're missing. Uh, for a convention center. When you're out there recruiting groups and organizations to come to Lincoln, uh, what don't we have that they want? They want a 30,000-square-foot exhibit hall. Mm-hmm. They want a place to do trade shows. They want a place, a place to do exhibit activities. The floor over at PBA is about 30,000 square feet when they've got all the seats pushed back. So we need a box like that that has additional meeting space that we can do breakouts and, and general mm-hmm. sessions with a ballroom. You know, we're talking a, a building that's going to be a, to make us better than Kearney. It's going to make us not quite what they're doing up in Omaha, but we don't want to be Omaha. We've talked about that comparison. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing that I want people to hear is 30% of the market demand is currently being served in Lincoln. Wow. 30% wow. at our largest convention facility, the Cornhusker Hotel. That means 70% of state association and regional business can't touch Lincoln because we don't have space. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you, I complimented my sales staff earlier about what a great job they do. This group is really getting used to and tired of telling people, no, yeah. we don't have it. Yeah. We can't help you, but people want to be here. Well, we'll keep we'll keep our listeners posted on that. I know there's some activity going on uh, moving that project forward. Uh, so Sandhills Global Youth Complex. Yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. about that, Jeff. That's that's the first of my two babies, and the second yeah. one is the convention center. And, yeah. and boy, I'll tell you, I was really excited to get this thing announced back in the fall. We're going to break ground yet this year. We're thankful for Sandhills Global and, and the Peed family for coming on board and supporting this event in a very non-political support mechanism. They want their name associated with economic development, and we appreciate that. So we hope to break ground yet this spring and summer. Open in the fall to winter of 24. That's about a year to build an all-turf, fully-lit complex for youth, and then we'll be ready for full-on spring baseball and softball in, in the it, spring of 25. I can't wait. The crack of so a bat, amazing. the snap of a glove. Oh, my goodness. Probably not going to have sunflower seeds on a turf field, but we'll try to figure out a way to, to get around that. <laughs> uh, just just to take a moment for my fandom, uh, uh, Jeff uh, came on my podcast, Pines and Politics, uh, a few months back to talk about this project, and uh, you brought uh, one of my college baseball heroes with you that I got to sit and have a beer with. Yeah, Darren Erstad. You guys, I enjoyed watching the two of you. Converse. Oh, I was sandboy. I know you were. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a neat experience. Darren's been fun to work with, and I refer to he and I as fire and ice when we're out there raising money. And I can tell you, I'm ice and he's fire because he's passionate about doing something for Lincoln. Even though he's not from Lincoln, no, he and his wife chose to stay boy. home. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. North Dakota. North Dakota. Uh, North Dakota yeah, boy. Yeah. But they did. He decided he and his family to stay. He could live anywhere, literally anywhere in the world. Right. And he chose Lincoln, Nebraska to stay and raise his family. Yeah, I just talked to him this morning about a little bit more work we need to do to get this thing kind of done the way it needs to be. Yeah, very cool. Well, real quick, uh, before we have to take a quick break, uh, the, down the new downtown park. Super excited about it. Mayor had an announcement the week prior to the election, and, and to have a downtown park that features a skate park. Uh, we can go out and recruit some new skating activities on skateboards, inline skates, and be able to enhance the, the roller skating destination. And uh, it's a big part of the, the quality of life, not only for you and I, but for visitors when they're in the community. Very good. Well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, Jeff Mall. And after that, after the break, uh, at the end, of, bottom of the hour, we'll welcome in Tim Savona. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to The Dan Parsons Show, the Thursday edition, which is the first time we are celebrating uh, Lincoln's Business Roundtable. We'll do it every Thursday. Uh, we'll bring in uh, the VIPs, the people in the trenches, the people that are uh, driving policy and issues for uh, business here in our capital city. And our first guest on Lincoln Business Roundtable is Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln. And Jeff, we were uh, chatting about the new park, another incredible amenity for Lincoln. And uh, uh, had had the big announcement from the mayor uh, just last week, and what a, an incredible amenity it will be in South uh, South Haymarket. Yeah, you know, the first time I saw plans for that, Dan, was just the thought of green space. You know, we get so focused on building structures and concrete that to have some green space pre- and post-event to gather, to host events, to give people in downtown Lincoln and even all the new residents. Look at all the rooftops, yeah, the apartment buildings. This is a great place for you to go take your dog, take your family, and feel a part of a, like, a, I always talk about the community fabric. 
I think this park is going to be a great gathering spot for the community fabric. People from all over gathering in this park environment. And it will connect the Haymarket to more of the residential uh, south uh, area of downtown. Uh, just a wonderful opportunity for growth. There will be a, a dog park. There will be opportunities for food trucks mm-hmm. uh, and just some wonderful green space. And, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's our uh, it's our park uh, that many cities some cities don't have that opportunity to do that yeah so um you know that that's the thing i want people to remember is we want to use the park and advocate for the park and that's really how we succeed all right let's hear some news and we'll be back after this Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And hey, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform as well. Well, 537, Thursday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, Johnny, once again. And, Absolutely. You know, our special guests uh, in the in the uh, studio tonight, uh, Jeff Mall, Vice President and Executive Director of Visit Lincoln. Jeff, thanks uh, again for coming in for the first uh, business roundtable. So it's an honor. Yeah. Let's just, it's an honor. Yeah, well, and it's my honor to introduce uh, Tim Savona, uh, the General Manager of Pinnacle Bank Arena, and Pinewood Bowl. And Tim, uh, it's a pleasure. We just met uh, yesterday morning at, uh, at the right. Chamber Breakfast. And uh, so thanks for diving in and, and coming on the Dan Parsons Show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad it glad it worked out. It's great to be here. Well, and we're just so thrilled to have you in our community. And uh, you know, you started back in February, and of course, you took over for our dear friend uh, Tom Lorenz, who his untimely passing away last October. Uh, uh, all of our friends of Tom, uh, obviously Tom was the manager since the arena opened ten years ago, and um, and so um, uh, we uh, uh, we have fond memories. But here we get to start a new decade uh, with the arena. And Jeff, does it seem like ten years have gone by? Uh, no, no, not at all. Because that was what <clears throat> ten years ago uh-huh. that, that we were on the floor of that fil- that yeah, facility. So and have you told Tim this story? I don't think you- he knows this. Okay, well, I'll set it up. So, in fact, we just uh, mentioned this yesterday. I get it all the time, Jeff and Wendy Van uh, uh, with the uh, Lincoln. Uh, uh, LPS uh, Foundation, Lincoln Public Schools Foundation, was my guest uh, yesterday afternoon, and and uh, I said, Wendy, gosh, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you for a while. She said, Well, yeah, Dan. Last time we were together, we were having dinner together. I said, and it kind of threw me for a minute. It's like, I, I, where was that, Wendy? She said at PBA. I said, Oh, that's right, uh, with Andrew Zimmern and 250 of our closest friends. That was 
that was an amazing event of food and drink and, and to open up Pinnacle Bank Arena and just with these starry visions of everybody looking around the building and going, this is an amazing place to be and to think what we've done in the last 10 years and to think what Tim's walking into a, a successful building. And I'm just excited to get to know Tim more. Well, and let's do. Tim, uh, give us the uh, the 411 on uh your background, a little bit of background, and how you got into the industry and how you made it to Lincoln. Sure. Well, it's it's a long story. And first, let me say, you know, Tom's big shoes to fill, and yeah. and that's not lost on on myself sure. or any of our staff. Sure. And, you know, it'd be a lot easier walking in after somebody that did an awful job. But <laughs> yeah. This is the polar opposite of that. I mean, just an icon in our community, and and it's very much recognized and yeah. respected by by all parties at play. Um, but no, look, it's an honor to be here. I mean, I've spent probably my entire career waiting and, and hoping to have an opportunity at a chance like this. I'm um, originally from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Ohio boy. Yeah, nice. yeah, I'm a Buckeye. Nice. Um, but you know what? I've been to quite a few Nebraska games, and it's hard not to not to be a fan. And when you work in that building every day, you're you're a Husker. Absolutely. And so I'll be a Husker every day except when they're head-to-head with the Buckeyes. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I went to college in Ohio. I did not go to Ohio State. I went to Bowling Green. I uh, spent about five years working in minor league baseball. Oh, nice. Well, um, we'll get along just fine. Yeah, it was a good time. A lot of learning, learning experiences had there. Uh, then I got into this business, just kind of the arena management business. I uh, started out in Des Moines at the Iowa Event Center. I was there five, six years, um, took an opportunity in the company to go to Colorado, spent some time there in Loveland, took another opportunity in Boise, Idaho, nice. uh, which was just beautiful, beautiful country out there and great experience to have. And then most recently, I was in uh, Sioux City. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife's family's all from Iowa. Uh, we have, you know, younger kids. So it was, it was really important to get home and to get close where we could see folks on a regular basis. And uh, and now I'm here, and and this is the this is the opportunity, and and the what you seek out, where you hope to be for a long time. And yeah. So for the first time in my career, this is a spot that I intend to be, you know, for for the foreseeable future. This is, I don't know why you'd want to leave something like this. It's well, a great place. We are thrilled to have you, Tim, and I just know there's going to be wonderful. Wonderful, continued wonderful things happening at PBA and my favorite uh, music venue in the whole world. Not that I've been to a, a lot of them. Oh, I want to tell you where I'm going to be uh, in July, but um, uh, Pinewood Bowl. I just love that venue. Yeah. Uh, it's so, so great. And to see it, it is special. come to life uh, these past few years and now yeah. uh, under your leadership, I'm sure it'll continue to do great things. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, next week for a show. That's Chicago right. next Chicago. week already. Hard to believe. Pinewood's opening next week. Oh. So, so Jeff, uh, dive in here. I don't want to uh, keep you from this conversation. But uh, uh, so, you know, uh, Tim, as you have gotten to know Lincoln a little bit, what, uh, you know, what sticks out? What's the opportunities that you see here in our city for entertainment? Well, earlier you talked about the people. And I've told this story a few times. I actually brought my son down to a Nebraska versus Ohio State football game. It was right before COVID. And I had an experience. It was just, it, it was unique. It, I was welcomed more times than yeah. I can possibly explain. You know, we were wearing Ohio State gear, and this was, you know, three, four years ago. And people, the amount of times people said, Welcome to Lincoln and thanks for coming, it was at the point where I kind of thought I was on camera, like it was a joke. Um, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was sincere. I mean, people were so kind and, and welcoming, and, and that just, it resonated with, you know, especially being from Ohio. It's not always the case. Um, so it, it was special. It said a lot about the community. And now being here, you know, for the last, two, three months, you know, I feel, I feel that every day. I mean, from, from our neighborhood to just being at the stores, I mean, people are genuinely awesome here and it is, 
it is a great feeling. It's kind of risky bringing a Hawkeye and a Buckeye <laughs> to to the land of the Huskers. I mean, this yeah. is this is kind of got to be careful what you yeah. talk to about your background, but uh, we're happy to have you here. And, and no, I appreciate. It. Well, and my I get, wife's a cyclone. So, oh my gosh! Wow. Well, that's that's probably the better of the two, right? Yeah, yeah cyclones you know, over Hawkeye. It depends on who you talk to. Depends on yeah. the day, yeah. And yeah, and the sport. You know, I I want to I want to tell Tim this firsthand. Is it, I think this community was really nervous about what kind of person they were going to bring in and after Tom, because yeah. Tom was a family man, and that's the way he ran the business. You know, our building in Lincoln, Pinnacle Bank Arena, your building, is doing things that a lot of people don't get a chance to do in other markets. Sometimes they focus on the big stuff. And they don't give us the opportunity as community organizations to use this for, you know, the Chamber Expo. And it was the largest vaccination clinic mm-hmm. in the, in Lancaster County during during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I met Tim, I, I can tell you, I knew right away, this was the guy. This guy understands similar markets. And you talk about his background. Yes. He came from similar markets that were college towns. They were similar in size. They had a lot of the same family family-based values. And so I appreciate that. I appreciate that you had the opportunity to come in and, uh, you know, having Tim at the table a couple weeks ago for the NSAA bid, he poured his heart in and said, hey, this building's yours. You know, even though it's my building, NSAA, we understand the history and heritage. So thank you for how you portray that and, you know, your sincerity in the sales process. Well, thank you. Thank you for noticing. I mean, and, but it's the truth. I mean, these are community venues. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get hung up on the big rock and roll concerts and the Kenny Chesneys and the Shania Twains that are coming up over the next couple of weeks. But at the heart of it, you know, there's 365 days in a year. There's a lot of ways to utilize a facility. Unfortunately, we had to have the vaccine conversation that we've all survived through. Right. Um, but who would have ever thought that would be such a such a great mecca to utilize for something like that? Um, but you know, we've had we had the Liba Liba organization hosted yeah. a dinner on the yes. floor. That's a big you deal. Know, yeah. We have state tournaments. We have you know the university graduations, the the LPS graduations. I mean, this truly is a community venue, and part of our goal and our initiative is to figure out more and more ways to utilize it for that. You know, to fill more dates. You know, you can you can fill more concerts, sure, but the reality is you can't do a concert 365 days a year. So let's let's fill the voids and let's make it you know accessible to lots of different people. Yeah, and I, and I think that's one of the things too. And is is you know we're we're on the other side of COVID. I mean, it, it, let's just quit talking about it. I know I brought it up, but let's quit talking about it because it was such an interesting part of our life. Mm-hmm. But is is the concert market and the concert touring world is it 100 percent? It's back. over and and back. It's back. I mean, I wouldn't say 100% over because sometimes, you know, acts have, you know, different um, sensitivities to things. But from a public-facing perspective and from a touring perspective and from an activity perspective, it's back. And if you look at, you know, last summer of 22 to uh, this summer of 23, kind of that window, it's just been monstrous. It's been so busy everywhere. Um, We've been fortunate to feel some of that here. We're having a a decent year right now. Um, More content coming in the fall. Um, but yeah, it's it's back. Good. I mean, the venues across the country they're busy. Um, you know, it's it's been a, almost like a coming out party that started yeah, last cool. year, and it's that's been good to fun that's to cool. carry on. We're talking to Tim Savona, the uh, new general manager for PBA in Pinewood Bowl, and Jeff Mall, vice president, executive director of Visit Lincoln. Gentlemen, I know that. Um, well, I offered to Tim, uh, Tim, if you've got any uh, uh, shows that you want to make breaking announcements here on the Dan Parsons Show, uh, I'm not going to hold you back. But you- <laughs> well, we did just announce Old Dominion this week. Yes. Big show, big up and coming. Uh, not up and coming. They've been around. Uh, country Touring Act. They're going to come in December. That show's going on sale tomorrow. So very exciting there. Uh, of course, coming up here, we have Chicago next week and Kenny Chesney the following night. 
uh, one at Pinewood, one at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And then the week after that, we'll have Tracy Lawrence and Gary Allen nice. at Pinewood. And the very next night, we'll have Shania Twain Jeez. at Pinnacle Bank Arena. So it's a heck of a two weeks coming up. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Saturday this week, we have the Spring Brawl. Every yep. year we do we do two MMA battles, kind of local events that are just great. A lot of history, long years of longevity there. Um, so looking forward to that. And Disney on Ice announced this week. So they're going to come wow. in September. And I, I believe it's their first time back since pre-COVID. I think that's right. Um, so yeah. you're looking at four or five years of, of a space there. So, yeah, I mean, these are the things that start to land that are, they're back. We're back. So no hints. I mean, we, we can't even... Like say rhymes with or starts with, because we we don't need to let him out of here. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean I got the keys. I just want to know what's coming. Well, there's there's supposed to be an announcement uh, this weekend, so we'll see where it lands. I'm not sure if it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, but but there will be another announcement for Pinnacle Bank Arena coming up here this weekend that we're excited about. That's good. Yeah, and uh, you know hopefully a bunch more. And of course you know our Morgan Wallen date just moved. Oh um, my goodness! To September. So talk, talk a little bit about that. You know, I, I I was familiar with the name and the act, but I didn't understand the passion. <laughs> uh, and maybe maybe you didn't either. But well, it, no, I, I won't claim to be a musical expert by any means. I, you know, I know how to run the business, but I don't I don't always know what's in the roots. But Morgan Wallen's just he's been on fire. He's been really really hot, really popular artist especially to a younger female demographic. Yep. Um, what we're what we're hearing and seeing is, you know, 16 to 30 kind of window, uh, heavy female. Um, just super popular. His, his chart ratings are really high right now on the billboard and crossing over to pop. Um, and but, he was coming to town. Yeah, we were supposed to have him last week. Unfortunately, he had uh, some voice issues. He was yeah. on doctor's orders, um, vocal rest. So, And it wasn't just to, your show. That oh, no, 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 no. It was basically a week's worth of, of events. I think it was three, four or five shows. Um, we just happened to fall in that window. But we got a date. We're coming September 9th. He'll be back. Uh, sometimes that, that doesn't happen all the time. You know, Sometimes right. we lose the date. So we did get a rescheduled date. It is on the books. The tickets are good for the new date. So anybody that has tickets, just hold on to them. They just change the dates on the barcodes, and, and you'll scan in just fine. Um, so we got to wait a little longer for that one, um, but that's okay. Uh, our staff is probably thankful for a little bit of a break, um, given what's coming up the next couple of weeks. And, and you've got graduation this weekend, right? We have graduations today. Yep. Yeah, we had the dental um, dental graduation today, and then um, uh, Southeastern Community College. Southeastern mm-hmm. Community yep. College. Tonight. Yep. yep, it's tonight. Yep. Yeah. And then the Spring Brawl Saturday. Yeah. So. And, and then, stay busy. And UNL coming up uh, soon as well. A couple weeks. Yeah, couple I think weeks. it's... Uh, yeah, I think it's a couple weeks. I yeah, think it's a yeah, couple weeks. Tonight. High schools are in there, and yep. yeah, High that school. was the first event that I've ever stepped foot in PBA for. Was my own college graduation from UNL in December of 2013. Okay. Yep. Yeah, there yep. you go. There you go. There's a fun fact for That's great. fun Johnny, Johnny Cadillac fact for you. <laughs> well, and I too, I want to point out too that that date that you moved it to is one that you have to be careful with because when you move an event to September, oh you're dealing with Husker football, and that happens to be a road game. We're right. taking on. Deion Sanders oh my goodness. and the Colorado, Colorado Buffaloes in Colorado. But I can tell you that 18 to 30 demographic, primarily female, they don't care who Nebraska's playing that night. No, they don't. They know where they're going to be. They're going to be with Morgan Wallen. I'm going to be there with my daughters and my wife, and <laughs> I may have to do something with the ears because the amount of screaming going on, like the same screaming in my house when he canceled. Yeah. It was not pretty. Oh, I thought maybe you mentioned you get it to uh, pierce your ear or something. Uh... Well, that's another conversation. I Maybe a Darth Maul tattoo tonight. Sorry, guys. I just thought about that. You know, we do make we do make sure that we know the Huskers are on the road when we do these. That's things. a big so deal. That's definitely something to, yeah. to look at. But you know, Johnny, you mentioned graduations and and being there for that. 
back to a community venue, I mean, this is where memories are made. Absolutely. And graduations are such a special thing. You know, I heard somebody talking about it just yesterday, but these venues just provide such an outlet for, for lifetime memories, for lifetime experience, for once-in-a-lifetime type conversations. I mean, you could talk to almost anybody in town, and you can reference, like, I remember when I was at PBA for this event, I was with so-and-so. It was my anniversary. It was my birthday. It was, you know, an artist that I grew up listening to that I got to see for the first time. That's what makes this business so fun, you know? I mean, we create memories. We create experiences. And, I mean, there's just, what else could you imagine to do in in the world? Like, for me, I'm just, I'm so fortunate and humbled to be here. And what a great business this is. Well, now that you're challenging me to think of those memories, I, I have a few now, too. But uh, they were different dates and different uh, uh, people. So, uh, I remember the concerts. I don't necessarily remember all the dates of who I was with. but A memory, nonetheless. It was a wonderful, my, I think my favorite uh, show uh, was Paul McCartney. I would I would say yes. That's got to be in my top three as well. Paul McCartney. Although I did see Guns N' Roses before 2020. They played the building. Mm-hmm. I just, as they walked, I was like Slash and Axel and Duff and the songs. And I just, you know, and, and you talk about the memories. I always say concerts allow you to be in the moment with an artist, with 13, 14, 15,000 other people, and you box out everything else in life. Mm-hmm. Brings people together. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool experience. I, I keep saying that I'm done with arena concerts, that I've seen everybody that I want to see. I've seen Billy Joel, saw Paul McCartney. I've seen you know some great acts. Uh, but I'm traveling overseas uh, 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 this summer, and I'm going to be in Amsterdam, and I was just, just for a few days before I go to Ireland. And so I was just uh, Googling, you know, what acts are in Amsterdam while I'm there, and I I didn't even realize that they had a big uh, uh, soccer stadium there. And so I'm uh, Googling along. I'm going to see Coldplay in oh, Amsterdam phenomenal. Uh, the day I get in. And you know who opened up their 2023 concert tour in Amsterdam this last weekend? Metallica. That's right. Right. That was a big deal. I yep. mean, it's who knew Amsterdam? I mean, these guys are all over the world. They're 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 Trent. They're globe trotters per se, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah, it's it's just neat to see those acts and how they come through this rotation that we talk about. And we talk a lot about Lincoln and Omaha. How are the two buildings going to get along? Yeah, it's very separate and kind of how yeah. the recruitment goes. But it is. everything seems to work together. Yeah, I mean, we're all competitive, you know. Every time they get a show that we don't, it's frustrating, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they feel the same way. Um, but you just got to respect territory, and and the reality is, you know, we hope every 18 to 24 months that artists will alternate, cycle through. I, I think it's in the 10 years that we've had the arena, I, I haven't, I've barely heard complaints about uh, that competition. I mean, I'm sure it is on the inside, but uh, uh, again, it's a different venue. It's a different experience. And uh, no, I just think it's, uh, let's just keep it going. And uh, the 10 years seems like it's flown by really fast. Yeah. Well, you know, real quick fact, Zach Bryan in August, at the end of August, is 10 years to the day of the ribbon cutting of PBA. Okay. So that's a very a, hot day. It'll be a good 10 year celebration. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember that well. We've got a picture at the Chamber of Commerce of that ribbon cutting. Next time you're in the really? chamber, we've got a just off of our boardroom over there a, a nice big picture of that ribbon oh, cutting. Beautiful buildings in the background. It's just gorgeous. So that'll be a neat show. It will be. And uh, just if you're joining us, uh, we're chatting with uh, Tim Savona, with uh, the new general manager. I shouldn't say new. You've been on the job for a few months now, uh, Tim, and of Pinnacle Bank Arena and Pinewood Bowl, and our friend Jeff Mall from uh, Visit Lincoln. Uh, well, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough. Uh, 
uh, to join me on the Dan Parsons Show for our very first inaugural business uh, Lincoln Business Roundtable. And so, Jeff, we'll we'll do this again. You keep bringing great guests like Tim, and uh, shoot, I may not be able to limit you to once a month. Kind of set the bar kind of high, right? <laughs> well, I'm so thrilled that uh, you could join me. Uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit about what's coming up uh, for the rest of the week and for next week. Uh, let's take this break, and we'll be right back. KLI. And 1499.3. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to The Dan Parsons Show uh, as we close out the day. And uh, unfortunately, Johnny, we're closing out the week. The good news is, the bad news is, we won't be here tomorrow afternoon. But the good news is, uh, Nebraska baseball will. And doggone it, we had another heartbreaking loss, uh, mid, mid, uh, week loss yesterday. Um, but Willie B and the boys are headed east, uh, to Maryland. And, uh, boy, that's going to be a tough, uh, that's going to be a tough, uh, series. But hey, they can do it. Uh, there's still plenty of season left for them to, uh, to make a run, and especially when they get to Omaha for the, uh, for the Big Ten tournament. So no show tomorrow, but let me give you a little preview of what we're doing next week. Uh, we are kicking off the week as we did last week. Well, last Last week was my first day, but uh, this coming Monday and every Monday, hot news with Flatwater Free Press featuring investigative and hardworking journalists from Nebraska's first independent nonprofit newsroom. And so it's been a great uh, partnership with Flatwater. And so we'll bring those guys back on Monday and see what they're working on for uh, uh, for the week. And uh, and then Tuesday is, well, we're not going to be here Tuesday either, Johnny, because there's another uh, baseball game. But we've got, we've got another uh, fun-packed uh, week ahead of us. And I'm just so thankful, Johnny, for this first week uh, for you to uh, executive produce the heck out me. All right, I got executive producer. Oh, I said executive from you. producer. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm 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 not big on titles, Johnny. Okay. And so uh, all I know is it's been a joy to work with you this week, and everybody here has been so welcoming. My first week, and so I'm very thankful. Uh, again, thanks to Jeff Mall and Tim Savona, and uh, have a great weekend. And we will be back here Monday morning. Uh, but before we go, I just want to say. Uh, What a pleasure it's been, and uh, we'll do it again Monday, and enjoy the week, and thank you.